our show, but this is your episode. Ah, hello, fellow creatures of the void. With great power comes great need to take a nap, and oh my god, after yesterday, mm -hmm. I really need one. But instead, I've got my wine. Hell yeah. Brody and I have got our Stella Rosa watermelon wine. Cheers. It's watermelon. I didn't think that it would be like that good. I thought it would be just like soda-y. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. It tastes Here's like soda to me. Here's I'm not mad at it. Oh, hell yeah. Alright, so... I'm drinking Diet Dr. Pepper and Pepsi. Or, no. <laughs> I didn't suicide mix... Suicide is where you mix all the sodas together into one. Yeah, I mixed <laughs> Diet Dr. Pepper and Pepsi, and I have Jack Daniels in it. And it's fine. <laughs> Which, for this episode, makes you the whiskey woman. Yeah. Whiskey woman. Whiskey woman. I need my own sound effect. Uh, I'll put one in. We'll right... <laughs> No. Yeah, no. that one was good. Anywho's, I'm Brody. And I'm Jess. And I'm Rose. Yeah. Welcome to One Frame Off, fellow creatures of the void. We're we got back after a week off. Yeah. Oh lordy. It was. It's been a funny week. That Omicron man. Mm -hmm. It's affecting all of us. <laughs> but I, w I didn't even have COVID, and I still had to take a week off work. Yeah. Be like that. It, it do. It really does. But we've got a couple of things to start off with. I've got yes. a short story to share about what happened yesterday, and then these two have an update about uh, Attack on Titan. Which one do you want? Should we do first? Did you want to start off with uh, Attack on Titan? Yeah. Uh, Are we on episode three right now? Three? Yeah, episode three. It's been three episodes, and it's been juicy as hell. Oh my god. Um, Jess told me to text her after seeing it with my initial thoughts, and what. What we came together was like the best description of the episode possible. Do you want to say it? Or you want me to say it? You, you say it. Aaron met God, and then God said no. <gasps> yeah, pretty much. What? No, really. So I showed oh you the God. video. That we literally just texted each other those sentences separately, and that's all <laughs> yeah. we said to each other, and that was it. <laughs> I, showed you, I showed you the video of Aaron's head going yes. to Bluey, right? Yeah. Oh, oh. spoiler alert. That's oh, fuck what we're you. here for. Uh, it's been long enough. His head gets the shot off. The memes are all a over the internet now. spin, and then he into goes Zeke's in, hands. Into Zeke's hands, making a perfect catch that even Odell Beckham Jr. couldn't make. No one. <laughs> and then they go to the weird purgatory heaven where they meet God as a little girl who just plays in sandcastles all day. And she said she builds titans that. out of sand. Yeah, and she said, "Fuck you." Pretty much, yeah. Oh my god. She she ghosted his ass. But um. Uh, <laughs> All I can say is, where am I now prediction-wise? I just hope Le Levi is either going to save the world or there's no hope. Oh, he's going to come in right at the end. I, I will say, like, I... It's what we discussed last time where it's like we both kind of figured, like, Aaron was faking it. There's no way... And there's, like, no way they would add that Armin monologue way, if it wasn't yeah, foreshadowing. He's way too revengeful to really just, like, be like, okay, I'm just going to concede my side of the argument. I think I think him um, yeah. gaining a lot of knowledge and accepting to do things that are treacherous to what um, his person is, like, built off of in the show yeah. would be a way better narrative than... Haha, <laughs> just kidding. I've been on your side the whole time. Playing both sides. <laughs> it's, no. it, 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 it's, it's way more um, numbing and depressing. Like He's like, like uh, He does it his way. Yeah, like <laughs> like their lives are. Mm -hmm. oh my God. Seems like that's, that's not the direction we we're right going in, so I think Levi's right. going to save everybody. And poor fucking Pixis. Oh, yeah. Wait, what happened to Pixis? Uh, Pixis, you know how the wine turns people into titans? 
Oh, yeah, uh, Pictus uh, apparently this. had a very big love for Zeke wine. Zeke gave that wine to every top military official and uh, soldier in their in their military, so that whenever he needed to, he could turn Even them the all children. into titans. Yeah, I told you about that. Like Falco, Even like, the kid. They tried to appeal to his humanity, being like, no, Falco, this little boy drank the wine. He's like, you know, sucks to suck. Roar. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't blame oh, him, though. The whole big. time I was sitting there, I was like, why did you, why do you think that'll fucking work? Like, look at all the people that are dying around you. Mm-hmm. This guy doesn't give a shit. Anyways, it's really good. We're having a nice time. <laughs> <laughs> Despite the morbidity, the morbidity it's, it's a good That's what I like about it. I think that's what most people like about it. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. I did not enjoy what happened yesterday. What happened yesterday? So... Um, this is towards the end of the night, one thing after another, to the point where I'm just fucking done with today. Yeah. I hear a <laughs> smack, wood on metal, and mm-hmm. then glass shatter. The only Usual reason, thing you hear in a restaurant. Nothing. The only thing that actually triggered my response of, oh, something shit went wrong, yeah. was a glass shattering. I did not care for the, like, the, like, the thump of the metal hitting the wood. Mm-hmm. One of our fucking tables, we have these barrels. We've yeah. got a few of them. Very old-looking, rustic barrels. They're about six years old. And we have these metal tabletops. It's pretty old in barrel years. They're older. They were actually, those barrels were actually used to age, uh, I believe, whiskey in. So, like, they're old. Sorry, yeah. moving mm-hmm. forward. The metal tabletops on top of them, and there's, like, a three, four-inch clearance. So it's, like, yeah. barrel, metal pole, metal tabletop. Our table. Not gonna lie, it's kind of like the sort of thing you'd see at a pirate themed restaurant. <sighs> Our table had lost God, three cool. inches because the tabletop collapsed inside the barrel. <laughs> like it just got like like I'm guessing like too heavy and just sort of like I don't went fucking into know. It. Like the lid just like went inside. Yeah, it just collapsed, collapsed right into itself. Silly. We had a couple sitting at that table when it collapsed. Mm-hmm. Outside, where one of the concrete tables like lost <gasps> a leg and fell on a kid. No. Oh no! <laughs> Everybody was is, fine. They understood. Oh no! The, I bought their food. We're fine. The, the chick at the table. She was on a date with her boyfriend. The chick at the table was like, "Oh, I I worked in customer service for seven years. Mm-hmm. Random shit like this happens all the time. I'm fine. So is my boyfriend. We're perfectly unharmed. Just remake our food. That's nice." She was just drinking at that point, thank God. Yeah, just buy them around. But the thing is, here's the thing. They had three glasses on that table. Two of them were drink glasses. One of them was water. It was a water glass that broke. The other two glasses were perfectly fine. Like, unharmed in any way, shape, or form. Mm. And they just moved to a different table. I'm glad that they were very empathetic of the situation. Yeah, she's like, oh, this happens all the time. It's fine. Plenty of people would have been like, ah, so free meal, right? Yeah, right? But no, she's just like, oh, we're fine. We're perfect. I'm like, I'm just glad you were okay and unharmed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Jess? (laughs) Sorry, Gertie's trying to bite my nose. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Gertie's in my lap being super playful. I've been at work all day, so she's like super excited that I'm here. You really are just like a James Bond villain. I hope people realize, like... I know they can never, like, really see us. They can only hear us. Gertie is in every episode just chilling on Jess's lap, trying to bite at her. 
Lovingly. Lovingly, of course. She's a puppy. I just stroke her and drink my whiskey in a tulip glass and just stare into the distance. That's the life of the whiskey woman. Yeah. Gertie and I play. Gertie, when she gets tired of annoying Jess or trying to get Jess's nose. She doesn't annoy me. She is my sweet baby angel. I love her so much. We start playing. So I had like a little bit of reverse psychology moment when I came in today. Mm -hmm. Usually Gertie will like just see me and be like, oh God, there's a man coming in. I got to bark my head off in front of everyone. Oh, did you bark at her? No. I, <laughs> I, what? I don't, that I don't, is crazy. I, no. She, do you think Gertie would have gotten along with me if, if I just start barking at the dog? She just gave me this She like doesn't that. even know how to bark like a dog. I mean, she heard her she bark. cries. Yeah, she goes crying. She yaps and she cries. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she doesn't bark like a regular dog. And then she goes... Yeah, she's yeah. she's amazing. I, I I'm we so lucky. But instead of having Gertie be afraid of me, I played the reverse card and acted like I was scared of Gertie. I think all I did oh. was like amp up her fear. No, but like I was just like trying to distance myself, trying to run away, trying to get out of her line of sight, and it kind of worked because she's like, ah, oh, this is the pitiful creature in the situation. <laughs> I should go up to him. Yeah, and this, then this later is, uh... on, she ate a tree out of my hand. So oh, I call that progress. She sees, progress. She just sees people as like food food givers. Like, do you have food for me? My name is Brody Rich, and I am liked by a dog. Yeah. Do you have food for me? I heard you had food for me. Mm-hmm. That's literally. All she's thinking about constantly for the most is playing and is their food. Yeah. That's no. her that's her thoughts. Well, you know who else has a dog? Did Hitler have a dog? He did. He loved German Shepherds. We're not going here. We're, no, we're no. This, you couldn't be more wrong. No. You're right, but you're wrong. Yes, you are. I'm right. Yeah, objectively, you're right. But, like, come on. I know we're not talking about Hitler today. Not today, Hitler. Not today. Probably not <laughs> any more than we are right now. Who are we um, talking who, about? Who though? else had a dog? Uh, you know, a lesser-known guy. Some some dude named Hades who lives down in the underworld. Has a oh, are you dog. talking about the three-headed dog from yeah. Achilles? Big puppy. Big puppo. Big puppo. Severus? Triple pup. So, uh, Hades had a dog. His wife, mm-hmm. Persephone, kind of tolerated him, I guess. Her her mom Demeter hated that dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, she hated a lot about her whole situation. <laughs> the dog was just like, all right, fine. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> all right, this is a failed bit. Whatever, we're keeping it in. We're talking about <laughs> Percy Jackson today. Uh, oh my Percy God. Jackson, which you probably know from everyone's summer reading list, that thing that everyone talked about. One atrocious, two atrocious movies. And just being generally one of the biggest... But there is hope. But there is hope. We'll get to that later. But also just generally being one of maybe the biggest young adult action franchises that really captivated its readers. That honestly challenges Harry Potter as well. Especially yep. in themes of representation and... Do you think that if, the, if they had made the movies better, it would be just as popular? As Harry it probably Potter? Because Harry Potter... The reason I, I like I remember as a kid waiting for the new books to come out and then being like super coveted, you had to know what happened next. But that um, thrill kind of passes as the whole series gets released. If the movies weren't as popular and good as they are, mm-hmm. do you th- do you think it, Harry Potter would be what it is today? No. Yeah, I it's don't. Think, I don't, I don't think so either. I really, I really don't. Because actually, when you read really read the books as an adult, like they're not that well written. Mm-hmm. They're not. 
wonderful for children. I'm I'm, I'm obsessed with Harry Potter, guys. You, you all know that. We but, all know. But, but the so Percy like Jackson that. books, way better written. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They had actually oh, yes. gotten a competent uh, team on board to write the scripts, produce it, and... And had actually gotten reared in... Uh, uh, but with the goal yeah. of making this massive universe... However long the books Very, go, I don't know how long they go. Well, I think that that's a good transition to actually talk about what is the sort of zeitgeist and world that is within uh, Percy, Percy Jackson. Because when we talk about the world of Percy Jackson, we're talking about the lightning thief in mm-hmm. those five books. We're talking about lost heroes of Olympus. Uh, so one is Greek, one is Roman focused. Right. Then you also have the Cain Chronicles, which, which goes is... into the Egyptian. Egyptian, yeah. Then you have Magnus Chase and the Gods of Asgard. That's going into the. Uh, How many Norse. books in total is this? There's like. I want to say like nineteen. Something yeah. like nineteen. Holy shit! Why is but it not a mini series? I mean, I know they're doing that like, now, but I meant like. In all these books, like, what's like the main world building idea? It's all based on Greek, Roman, Egyptian mythology mm-hmm. and Norse mythology. Various as well. mythologies that are sort of like pat, like. It's long like Latin class, guys, but better. Way better. Way better. A lot of things are better than Latin class. <laughs> but uh, where do you where do you want to start, Brody? Uh, I think just like, just talking about the real tongue in cheek nature of like the book, so. The idea is that all of these gods from all these ancient mythologies that we talked about are still around and still having some sort of influence on people, mm-hmm. just like the natural people living around. In the case of Percy Jackson, on top the Mount Olympus is kind of moved over to the Empire State Building, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like the 300th floor of the Empire State Building. Mount Olympus is the 300th floor of the Empire yeah. State Building? <laughs> yep. Oh my god, that's so Nobody fucking hates smart. That's so British more. also. Is he British? No, he's, that, he's that's, the American. That's amazing. I Nobody love that hates so much. Reared in more than the fucking receptionists at the Empire State Building <laughs> the, the request can we go to Mount Olympus and they're like damn day, you Rick on a day of they're like day. oh no sweetie this is New York <laughs> yeah can we, can we go to the 300th floor the 300th floor does not exist yeah that's but just, no that's just one example uh, and just have how like the gods are still like sort of in control around the area still having small little influences in like our natural human lives but like in more of a quiet role and these gods have children children with with earth people around here i didn't know how best to say that mortals mortals dude all these gods are fucking all these like regular chicks yes here we go well if you know anything about like (laughs) the actual greek mythology they fuck Okay, we do. We no, talked about this. It's actually and how it's and not, guys, if we can do a callback real quick, and I'm sorry, Rose, for interrupting you, but ahead. like, how do we suspect um, we got Gaia? Oh, fucking, fucking a tree. Gods were fucking. Someone fucked a tree. As someone fucked time. a tree. Someone fucked a goose. Someone fucked a rock. Uh, a bull. Bull. You guys want to know what? I really think that everything we just said has actually happened in the history of time. And then, yeah. like, as a yeah. cover-up. <laughs> yeah, it's really called Florida. So it's called Florida. <laughs> yeah, that and was the cover-up really... was, no, wait, you don't get it. I'm a god. Yeah. I, I get the yeah, fuck Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I'm going to write this down. Or I fuck it, or I and turn my kids into it. And then Rick Riordan turned it into a story. Yeah. 
Or, you know, Zeus. Like, what, like, do you think it was really seafoam? I think it was oh. just horse. Okay, moving oh. forward. <laughs> okay, oh. moving forward. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh. No. Oh. No. It actually, you want to know what I love the most right now is that Rose got it before Brody. <laughs> of that was <laughs> the the story of Aphrodite she she comes from sea foam but uh Jess is challenging that mm-hmm. yeah I said it was sperm guys damn you Jess uh yeah just in case anyone didn't pick up on that ejaculate so, okay so uh, it's actually addressed in trials of Apollo like how many kids the gods have because he literally does not know he like comes across this little girl and he's like are you my kid it's like how do you, you not easily remember? could be He's like, yeah, you you could be. She goes, I don't want you to be my dad. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's fair, because I don't even know if you're my kid. And it's like, Apollo, are you a dipshit or what? So and all of these like main characters too. that we focus on within the story of Percy Jackson are these. Well, definitely Percy Jackson. Definitely yes. Percy Jackson included. <laughs> are the demigod, half bloods, magicians, sort of, magicians, sort of dealing with their own personal issues as well as their familial issues. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a good t- place to start talking about Percy Jackson himself, the titular character of the series. So Percy is the son of Poseidon, mm-hmm. and he's the first—he's the second, no third. It turns out he's the third child of what's called the Big Three, who are Hades, Poseidon, and Zeus. Yeah, because they're the biggest—they're they're the kings of their domain. So Zeus, God of the and Sky, and the ones we know the most about. Yeah, as Zeus, a culture. God of the Sky. Poseidon, god of the seas, and Hades, god of the underworld. He's mm-hmm. not the god of death. That is Thanos. He just controls... He just controls everything. Wait! Did you say Thanos? You said Thanos? Thanos? Yeah. It's like, wait, you can't just say that sentence and not let us backtrack and absorb it for a minute. That's cool. <laughs> That's really cool. All right. <laughs> Processed. Let's continue. We did it. So, we did it together. It, in like the between the thirties and the forties, maybe the fifties, the three of them. Zeus, or the sixties and seventies. Well, the three maybe brothers, the Zeus, Poseidon, and Hades, agree three not to have brothers. any more kids because they don't want another world war. Because right. theoretically, as Reardon writes it, um, children, the big three, their sons all went to war. So this is World War Two. Yeah, they basically use their kids as like little errand boys, send them on quests originally, right? Yeah. Things what kind of, kind of quests? Life-threatening quests. We can get to that when we get to yeah. Luke, but what's oh Percy's God. deal? So Percy is like the third, turns out to be the third god, uh, third demigod born of the big three. Because Zeus has a girl, a daughter named Talia, mm-hmm. and then he has a son, a younger son, with the same woman named uh, Jason. So Talia and Jason Grace. And then you have Percy Jackson, who's the son of Poseidon. And uh, Talia gets turned into a tree. Jason goes MIA. And then nobody knows about Percy until he blows up his school. Or blows up... No, he kills his algebra teacher. Right. Because she had it coming. On a uh, field trip and almost blows up a fountain. Yeah, just to clarify, the the, the algebra, algebra teacher, teacher was an actual demon person. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense from my experience with algebra teachers. Continue. Fuck yeah. Yeah, so he gets attacked by a monster because the monster's like, oh my gosh, I smell you as a demigod. Yeah, yeah monsters attract the demigods by their smell, mm-hmm. by their scent. What do you think they smell like? 
I don't know. Is it described stinky. in the books? Wait, no. demigods? Yeah, smell? De- what demigods. demigods smell? Probably not stinky. No, I don't know. Yeah. I don't what do you really like? What do you think? What do you think that what, smells like? I think like it might be specific per god. Do you think it's not like oh, like all the smell? kids of Apollo smell like? Sunshine. sunshine. What does sunshine smell like? Describe that to me. Really. <laughs> oh, the, the people at Febreze should be able to tell you. <laughs> oh, Febreze. Febreze. Yeah. They all, they all smell, the gods smell like Febreze. There's a really <laughs> funny TikTok I saw where it's someone goes down like a tier list of, or like the seven subset categories of Yankee Candle smells. And like oh, no, the, first few, the first mm. few are like actually smells. And then it goes on to like, all right, like how you think like, like a certain thought would smell, and then like maybe a figurative place would smell. And they get to the yeah, and then like they then they get to like totally theoretical smells that you probably like sense of happiness. Like, okay, <laughs> how the fuck sense does that joy. smell? Yeah, sense of joy. A mother's love. Yeah, yeah. No, I guarantee. A full phone battery. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It, it, it's it's the fucking greatest thing. Sorry, I can't no, name the person who made that TikTok because it's amazing. Mm-hmm. No, Yankee Candle. Tell us what sunshine smells like. Tell us what sunshine smells like. Nico, son of Hades. I think it probably like smells like dirt. orange juice. We smell like what? Graveyard dirt. Oh, poor baby. Just, just dust. Our, our poor emo that, child. Dust is what he smells like. We'll get to him in a minute. We I, got a lot to get to. We get. We have a lot. But so Percy has kind of been like hidden away from God society. How does he get hidden, Brody? Um. Uh, well, going back, uh, you talked about this in our last episode when we were talking about our favorite female characters throughout popular media. Mm-hmm. You talked about his, Percy's mother, Sally Jackson. Oh my gosh. Who put up with a. An alcoholic, piece of shit. abusive husband named Gabe, right? Smelly Gabe. Smelly Gabe, who reeked so much of human ugliness, grossness, that it completely masked Percy's god scent. He was such a smelly piece of shit because mm-hmm. Grover, Percy's best friend, who and also a protector, a satyr, yeah. satyr, <laughs> he broke everything. <laughs> Oh my god, I love how I was trying to like Gertie out of the room and I like was being pretty good at being quiet and then I hit the loudest possible thing. <laughs> you, you, you flicked the... <laughs> we did it again. For the listening audience who's freaking the fuck out. Uh, it's just a doorstop. I just have like really door good comedic to go timing unintentionally, you know what I mean? Against your own will. Yeah. <laughs> the best kind of comedy is the kind you can't, uh, whatever, continue. So, Let's continue. Smelly Gabe, they live with him for a while. It's kind of implied to this point where he was mentally, emotionally, and physically abusive to Sally and to Percy. The big three. And, um... Sorry. One day, no, one it's night, the umbrella of abuse. Yeah. One uh, night, <laughs> Sally's just like, all right, Percy, let's go for, let's just go on a family vacation, just the two of us. And, um... I know you're freaking out, you just killed your teacher, but let's go get some fresh air. Yeah, because she's like, she's a kick-ass, man. She knows exactly what's going on, because she knows who yeah. Percy's dad is. She knows, like, I can't hide this from him anymore. Mm-hmm. He's been attacked by a monster, only more are going to come, so I have to do the right thing and take him to a place called Camp Half-Blood. Yeah. Let's get into the Camp Half-Blood, which I could regressively call the Hogwarts of this series, but <laughs> it's the Hogwarts, it's the Xavier yeah, the Special is... School, it's the education. Yeah. What you, you describe it. You'll do a better job than me. So It's camp... like the Fight Club of Hogwarts. No. No. Not particularly. Why not? 
Um, what do you mean, why not? <laughs> we didn't we didn't establish this, but Rose is sort of like the expert. I love. Oh, Chris uh, yeah. I'm, I'm the guy who's mostly biggest gripe is just the movies. I and don't know anything about this. I, I only know what I've learned on the podcast. And Jess is in the back seat. I'm riding shotgun, and Rose is. Just, I'm at the wheel. Just ripping down the highway. <laughs> So and I feel really comfortable with this setup because Rose is a very responsible driver. Oh, no, not today. Brody <laughs> has to keep me on track because I Too will Too much go watermelon off. wine and it all goes no, out the window. He, I will go off on certain characters, mm-hmm. so we, we have to... I'll play the I'll play the wrap it up music like they do at the Oscars it's, or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something. So we get to Camp Half Blood. So Camp Half Blood is a camp where demigods go to train to learn about their godly heritage and um, more about their parents and actually be able to learn how to use their gifts. Can I tell you like one thing about me personally that made me really relate to this? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things about this whole like series and specifically Percy Jackson that a lot of people can find relatable. Uh, Y'all know that Jewish summer camp is dope, right? Mm -hmm. I Um, I do not, but I believe you. I never got to do Jewish summer camp because I just, as a kid, hated being outside. I can say from personal experience, vacation Bible school sucks. Oh, I've God, never no. been to a summer it's camp. It's the opposite of that. Good. And this just reminded me a lot of like what I see all the time when people talk about a Jewish summer camp, where it's just very sleepaway, marshmallow, everyone's kind of learning their heritage, a lot of basketball. A lot of formative, oh. good formative memories that shape these youths. That sounds yeah. like Girl Scout camp for me, because I actually had a wonderful time at Girl Scout camp as a kid. It was one of my favorite things. Did you ever have to, to fight each other with swords at Girl Scout camp? Um, <laughs> no, I always did the horseback riding portion. Oh, they, they do that categories. too. Oh, no, yeah. they got yeah. so They don't have that at Jewish summer camp. Yeah, but yeah, they, they, had, they had different programs you could sign up for, and I would always do the horseback riding one, because like, every day we would go out and ride, which you could only do if you signed up for that. Nice. Class. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that was always... I loved it. It was wonderful. Well, we've got sword fighting. I'm still friends with some climbing, of my rock camp climbing, counselors today. Uh, Pegasus murder. Riding. Pegasus murder? riding. Okay. No, not murder. Not yet. Why not? Not yet. Fine. We'll, we got, we'll get to that. That's like book four. Oh my god, I love Pegasus. That's book four. <laughs> Pegasus riding, chariot racing. Um, Pegasus chariot Being racing. fucking yes. god. Yeah, they, they fly their chariots in. in Do the they sky. have a scene like that in the movie? No. no. Why not? No, They're not cool enough for it. No, but they do get the They don't have the budget to make Pegasus they have the shoes. Race. They have Hermes shoes. They we'll get to that more, though. I'm going to say that. Everything I know about this is from Hercules, the Disney movie. I mean, he did and put the Gladden Gladiator. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll talk about gladiators if we, if we get there. What's all the Pantheon? See you later. <laughs> so, yeah. Everything I know about gladiators is from the movie Gladiator. Not 300. It's a reliable source. So when you first get to camp, if you're not claimed by a godly parent, which is one of the 12 um, Olympians, mm-hmm. so each Olympian has a, a cabin. And if all new campers go to the Hermes cabin, because Hermes is the god of travelers, so until, or if you ever get claimed, because some kids actually don't ever get claimed. They just live in the Hermes cabin, just unclaimed, because Hermes is also known as the jack of all trades. So once you join the Hermes cabin, until you find out who your godly parent is, or if you ever do, you're kind of just trained to be 
someone who can do a little bit of everything. Archery, horseback riding, medicine. Did, did um, Hermes ever knock any ladies up? Were some of the kids actually as all kids? kids? Oh my god, he has so many kids. That's actually a point of contingency for one of our characters. <laughs> because you get claimed by Hermes. Hermes claims almost all of his kids. But he never interacts with them or... Or there's too many. Them. Yeah. There, there's just too many. There's one scene that I think the movie does really well hmm. where it kind of shows Hermes. Oh my god. By the way, Hermes played by none other than Nathan Fillion. Is beautiful! Who's Nathan Fillion? From Firefly fame. Firefly. Fire, uh. I've never watched Firefly. <gasps> I Me neither, but I, I just know Nathan Fillion. I think I would enjoy it. I just thought. But Nathan Fillion's got good chops. I think I'm going to do it. He's also the guy from Castle. I've never seen The writer? No. Anywho, he, so, yeah. he starts off as just being like a usual UPS man. He like, runs UPS. The, the, the god of delivery and transportation and all that fun stuff. UPS. Duh. Duh. Who else does? Uh, and the, in one scene, he just goes, he's just dressed like a usual UPS guy, like brown polo shirt, really short shorts, walks through a door with the main characters at the time, and then just like, seamlessly transitions to him in a giant warehouse with a suit and it's like haha I'm a businessman you see <laughs> and everything business. is just like flying around it's everything's like, all about business I'm yeah. Nathan Fillion <laughs> I'm Hermes I'm the so, god of business yeah you get is there a god of business yeah Hermes <laughs> I don't what know did I just say I, I think it was before they really had capitalism or anything like that so they importing and exporting would be fair to say though yeah it's probably more up his domain then well, yeah I mean you do have Trade, so trading. At trade, yeah. So you have traders and you have travelers. So That's business. That, that is business. But yeah, Hermes just is, like takes on all the like all the little kids who just want to be in Camp Half Blood. Yeah. So unless so, if you get claimed, then you get to move into one of the, your cabins. So it's mm-hmm. like uh, just to name a few. Artemis, she is even though she's a virgin goddess and will never have kids of her own, she does have a group called the Huntresses. Are the hunters of Artemis, and they go and visit. They're basically a group of girls who go around the world, traveling all over the place, hunting down monsters and other animals. They do come from. They're all. They're like demigods. Some of them are mortal, but once you pledge yourself to Artemis and me, the hunt. Yeah, pledge yourself to the hunt. You become immortal, and you just travel around. Immortal. Oh my god, I would do that in a heartbeat. Can I ask? Is there like an actual story of one of these? characters like a whole book about them because no and they no no. so there isn't a a book about a young girl who learns that there are gods and despite being human is like yeah i'm gonna fucking hunt these monsters with you guys and joins a group of other badass women and uh you know saves children demigod children all over the planet from horrible monsters shit writes itself it does they don't really save kids from other monsters but they would be you just want to kill by third degree by just just killing them yeah by just killing them they're saving lives yeah i mean they just go around killing the monsters yeah but uh no there is the book about that Mm -hmm. um so they come and visit and that's where they stay they stay at artemis's cabin you have the apollo cabin you've got cabin of hectet who is the god what do the inside of the cabins look like it's different and it's very it varies from god to god we actually do get some descriptions of the inside of, say, the Poseidon cabin. 
Because mm-hmm. Percy goes in and descri- greatly describes in detail about how much he hates living in the Poseidon cabin. Oh, yeah, well, the Poseidon cabin is just like a lakeside shack. Yeah. And he hates it because he's the only demigod there. You can't, and you can't like, sit. So each cabin has their own table during mealtime. And they eat you, separately. They don't eat yeah. together. That no, sucks. they're not allowed. They're all separate. You all have to like sit at your own table. Percy's the only kid at Poseidon. Mm-hmm. He fucking hates it. He really does. And um, because he's a kid of the big three that they've seen in several years, Catalia at the time has turned into a fucking tree. Yeah, just right in the middle of the camp, tree lady. Yeah, tree lady. And so. Um, they're like, oh, cool, Percy, you're now the leader. You're Poseidon's kid, now you're the leader of camp. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what the fuck? Yo, like, last week I was just flunking middle school. Are there adults there? Yeah, there are two. Okay, why well, are there only one... two for all those kids? Mm-hmm. There's one guy that we didn't mention yet, but it's kind of like the crux of the show. Oh, my God. Or the series. Uh, Chiron, his name? Oh, I thought you were talking about the other dude. Uh, what other dude? Dionysus. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the director. No, Chiron's like way more important. He's like yeah. the teacher who kind of helped Percy out when he was in, in his usual school so life. So there are three adults, right up until the fourth book, there are three adults in Camp Half Blood. You've got Daedalus. Mm-hmm. He's the trainer. Like He's the trainer. He's the one who teaches all the kids how to fight. Chiron, he's like the overseer of like activities and health and healing. And he centaur. Kind of, yeah, he's a centaur. Yeah, he's in a wheelchair too. I remember he goes. Yeah, he, he like his disguise, his moral disguise is like he puts his centaur, like half just stuffs it in the chair. He he's got a magical wheelchair and he rolls around all over the place in this wheelchair like when they're in the mortal world, but then he just like trots around camp as a centaur. And then we've got Dionysus, who's the director of camp, but he's being punished by Zeus <laughs> for not being able to keep it in his pants. That sounds about right. And he went after I mean, him. He is like the god of wine and partying and shit yeah. like that. He fucks. <laughs> yeah, he really does. He has his own cabin, but he doesn't interact with his kids. Not a lot. He actually doesn't care for any of the kids. It's like, it's shown... He's shown to be a very cold-hearted individual, and he's like, I hate this, I hate being around you children, I don't want to be here, but it's actually shown that he does care to an extent about the kids, especially one child. We haven't met him yet, I mentioned him before, Nico D'Angelo. Mm, the, Hades. the big sad boy of the series. Oh my god, Nico. <laughs> but yeah, so Percy, he, like, we learn that he's the son of Poseidon, and gets, like, kicked out of Hermes, lives in his own cabin, and he's miserable. He really mm-hmm. is. And uh, he thought he made a friend with a girl named Annabeth Chase. She's a daughter of Athena. The minute she finds out he's a uh, son of Poseidon, she's like, oh, we can't be friends because you're a Poseidon and I'm Athena. It's like, bitch, you can put your he can put your parents' shit behind you. Annabeth also hates him because like, he gets camp. And as we were talking about um, quests, he gets a quest issued to him almost right off the fucking bat, and Annabeth just invites herself to him. Mm-hmm. What we skipped over was how Percy got to camp. Right, so... I uh, imagine he took a bus. No, his mom drove him, and then his mom almost got killed by a centaur. Oh, Jesus. 
There's a lot of centaurs. I know. Or no, minotaur. minotaur. Oh, yeah. Minotaur mom, man. His mom almost got killed by the Minotaur, and then she fucking just disappears. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that Percy's like, okay, well, mom, mom is, is fucking to him. His mom is dead, so Sally's yeah. dead. He's just randomly issued a fucking quest, and he's like, okay, cool. I'm gonna go do this quest, and I'm gonna go as an excuse to get my mom. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the underworld, which is where again? In L- Los Angeles, Los baby. Los Angeles, baby. The gateway to the underworld. Home of broken dreams. Oh. As Apollo, true. Apollo uh, calls it, like he can see why the entrance to the underworld is there, because so many hopes and dreams lie there, but all you get is a broken heart. Los Angeles, baby. <laughs> yeah. So never been. Percy's like awesome. I can go. Get this. What is this quest? I, it's a fetch quest. I don't it remember. is a fetch quest. It's another dumb quest. They always send like the dumb quests and then like never get any recognition for it. I do have to ask. But before going on is... Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I, maybe you guys are getting to it, but I just have to ask like, so what's the main conflict, at least in the first few books? Is, is it just the monsters? There's, there's got to be a big baddie. There is. I... It's the lightning thief. It's the lightning thief. So, oh, like, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the, the main quest it is a fetch quest, and Percy's told you have to go and get the master lightning bolt. The one that has been stolen. Yeah. So Zeus's master bolt, or the like the, the, <laughs> the <yeah>. master bolt. <laughs> Zeus's thunderbolt mm-hmm. is better. As as it is called the master bolt. <laughs> Has been I'm a child. It's his main is, power of choice, though. But the thing is, Doesn't Percy wasn't discovered until after the theft. So how could Percy steal it? Doesn't fucking matter to Zeus. Zeus is like, go fucking get it. Zeus just wants results here. Yeah. yeah. He shit he, about anything else. He does else. not give a the fuck. Bottom, bottom line guy. So Percy goes to the underworld. Well, well, before he leaves camp, really, he also stops by Luke. Because he's like, hey, there's only one other guy who's really been on a quest that he's talked about. Son of Hermes goes to Luke and is like, well, here's some cool stuff to help you out. Here's some flying shoes. They got little shoes with wings on them. I think they're like Converse. Yeah, they're Converse. They're Hermes Converse. Converse. Yeah. Are they Converse in the book or in the movie or both? I think both, actually. I think both. That's awesome. Way to go, movie. He also gets a shield, Mm -hmm. which will be important later. Yep. And Chiron gives him a pen that turns into a sword. Cool. Riptide! Riptide. Which is apparently a female sword, according to Magnus's sword. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Do I want um, to? Swords yes. don't have genders, okay? Apparently they do! They don't. <laughs> they do. Unless you want them to. Apparently they do in this series. <laughs> in this world. In this crazy world of gods and their children, why can't a sword be female? I don't know. <laughs> the world's your oyster. So that's like the main quest, the big road trip that ensues with they end uh, Percy, uh, Annabelle, Annabelle a- Annabeth, my bad, and uh, Grover. And they Hitting go... Hitting the road, seeing the sights. They go, they fight... They fight uh, Medusa. They fight Medusa. They go talk to Hades and Hades is like fuck you I didn't fucking steal this shit I don't care for my brothers 
Yeah, they gets knocked out by Persephone. He's not evil. He's just he's, a, he's just a burnout. No, he just doesn't care for his brothers, and that's a very big theme for him throughout the rest of the series. He's a guy with a full time job that just kind of eats away at him. It's like, dude, I don't have time for anything. I else. really don't have time. Oh for wow, you. super relatable. He's like, right. I don't have time for you. I don't have time for demigods. You know how many people die request. every day, and how much paperwork I gotta do because <laughs> of it. No, that's literally his gripe. His, one of his I think that's fair. I mean, if that's his, his day in and day out, I, I... But then it turns out, oh shit, the lightning bolt was in the shield. The whole time, Percy had the fucking And who fucking gave thing. him that fucking shield? Luke Castilian. Mm. Why, is, what's, the, what's the cause of this mischief? What's up with Luke? So, Luke is the son of Hermes. Right. He is the head of the Hermes cabin. And like we determined earlier, Hermes doesn't give a fuck about his kids, despite giving him a big quest. So, he does care, but he just doesn't have... Zeus has this rule where the gods can't visit or interact with their kids because then that would be considered favoritism. And because we have so many kids, we can't divvy up our time, even though we're immortal, to hanging out or spending time with each individual child. Yeah, it would just be terrible. We can't do it. We can't be good parents. Yeah. We'll be mediocre to all of them. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be We'll be neglectful to everybody. It'll be so equal. Yeah, there you go. And Luke is like, I'm done with, you know, the idea that the gods can just use us as their errand children, that yeah. we can just die by their hand, that we're supposed to be trained to be overly loyal to our parents. Screw all of this. I have a better solution. Let's bring back the Titans. Yes, the Titans who are sort of like the precursors. To the gods. To the gods. Are they the same Titans like from Hercules? Yes. Yep. Cool. Okay, it's so actually the, the same story. Yeah, it's the same before story. They were, <laughs> before they were gods, there were Titans, and then the Titans and then the Titans were beaten by the gods. Yeah. For power. So, Kronos, Is Hercules in this? No, Hercules, Heracles, the, his uh, Greek name. The, 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 the store-bought... Hercules, Heracles. Yeah, Heracles good value, good value Hercules. actually makes an appearance in the Roman book series, Lost Heroes of Olympus. But we, we'll get to that in a minute. I know we keep saying that, but anyways. So Luke is like, I've been talking to Kronos. How the fuck have you been talking to Kronos? What do you mean? Gertie's being adorable. Gertie's being hilarious. So Luke's She's like, in such a frisky mood right now, <laughs> it's never happens. <laughs> when they're here, she is like Gertie's this all the time. Gertie's just set up straight. Yeah, I'm holding her like a little baby. She's having the time of her life. Dude, so, she's so playful right now. She just wants to play. So she, um, she's playing with me right now. Yep. She's nibbling. Yeah. So uh, Luke is like, I'm going to go and team up with Kronos and a bunch of other demigods, and we're going to bring back the Titans to bring the gods down because I hate them. <laughs> Gertie. Please tell me we got that. <laughs> oh. Are you okay? <laughs> this cool girl. Well, wrong pipe, baby. I think she Gertie just choked on her own tongue. Yeah. <laughs> it's cute tongue. It so, so, Luke's whole thing is like, I want to start a whole civil war between the Pantheon. The best way to do that is to frame one of the big three's kids on fucking with Zeus's power, mm -hmm. I'm gonna steal the lightning bolt. I'm the lightning thief. Put me in the credits. And I'm gonna blame Percy by putting it in the shield that I'm gonna plant on him. So that's the first book. The second book, we get to meet Tyson, Percy's half brother. The Cyclops. The Cyclops. And it's all about like 
saving Grover because Grover is off. So all the satyrs have a, basically a job, and that's either protecting demigods or they're off looking for Pan, the god of nature. Mm-hmm. Pan is dead, by the way. Pan is long since dead, but none of the satyrs believe it, so they keep yeah. going off and either getting killed, disappearing, never to be seen again, or It's very back, similar to, failed. like, the first book's kind of story of we got to team up and go to this thing to save a person, and while doing so, kind of learn more about the world and what's happening. Yeah. Luke is on a yacht making, oh making diabolical <laughs> plans. Okay. I just kind of remember, like, uh, the, the Cyclops. What was it? Tyson? Tyson! Tyson? Well, his I, baby brother he, Tyson. Well, he's kind of like a comedic relief character. Annabeth he, hates him. Annabeth hates him. I think that's just... There's, like, an actual she, myth about, like, Athena hating Cyclopses, though, Yeah, right? she, uh, it's like a thing. Once again, Annabeth is like, oh, my mom is Athena, so I can't like Cyclopses. It's like, bitch, can you just get over the fact that you just don't like children of Poseidon? Like, or just anyone fuck? that's not you. Anyone that's mom, not like any of the other gods. Just trying to please you. Because that's mom. the whole thing with her. It's like, oh, well, my mom's Athena. And it's like, okay, what can you do? You have no powers. You're basically mortal. You're just super smart. Do you, you know, know who my mother is? Yeah, do you know who my mother is? And it's like, yeah, we get it. You're fucking smart. Mm-hmm. Moving on. But Tyson, I, in, in the books, he's sort of like a caveman sort. He's a lumbering baby. Mm-hmm. And Percy adores him. Yeah. Percy really fucking, he's like, oh, because Poseidon at the very beginning of the summer, because we meet Percy when he's in middle school, and it literally mm-hmm. goes right up, the book series follows him right up through high school and into college, which is fucking amazing, and that allows the audiences, such as myself, to grow up with him. Oh, yeah. And I, that's how I, I fucking grew up with Percy. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about it, we were sort of in, like, the golden, like, that, that right sweet spot when uh-huh. this was coming out and it's like we were both sort of like maybe a little bit older than Percy at the time but like still able just to Just like... around and just be able to identify with him mm-hmm. was wonderful. So... Is that another thing you want to get into? Identification? Right okay. Not right right Let's just get... Get through, through the stories. Stories, yeah. yeah. So then you have book three which is... Uh, uh, Curse of the Titans? Titans Curse? Mm, that's what she... Lightning Thief. That's book. I'm just gonna 13. say. Thirteen. I'm just. Shut up. You don't know. You don't know shit. No, I'm just gonna say like. I don't. He's right. I think like a lot of people. This is where the series sort of starts to fizzle out. Cause like Lightning Thief, the first book, I read that like cover to cover twice as a kid, and then Sea of Monsters. I think I read. Sea half of Monsters. Of it. Yes, it is Titan's Curse. It is Titan's Curse, and after right. that, I just kind of realized like I don't have the patience I did anymore when this was a fresh new idea it's the same for me as a child with a series of unfortunate events yeah given that i did read 13 of those but i think there's like 20 or 30 of them those things also go down like chips they do even at a young age they're i would still read them right now honestly or listen to them on audiobook while i'm cleaning Mm -hmm. that's what i should do just like listen to more audiobooks yeah you really should i'm listening to mind hunter right now because, like, I think also, like, the thing, the reason why I always like watching the movies before reading the books is because usually, like, if I watch the movie, I have a visual, like, idea of how everything kind of plays out. Yeah. So I, when, I, when I watch or I listen to the books, 
I'm just kind of like in my head knowing what's happening. And I'm like, yeah. oh, cool, more movie. So, yeah, exactly. Your visual, your you, the visualization is increased even more when someone is reading it to you, especially if they take the time to do different character voices and whatnot. Yeah, immersion, immersion is all up to your imagination at that point. Exactly. It's really nice. Yeah, it is really nice. I, I I'm glad we're all big audiobook fans. Yeah, especially when you got sad emo voice. Oh, oh your, God, I love AKA Sad Boys. your favorite character. Oh, my God, my favorite character on this fucking planet. It start, even starts off with introducing him. Titan's Curse, Percy and Grover are off on, like, Grover is off on a fucking quest and comes across two demigods. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, off on, like, his own and comes across Percy, the Huntresses of Artemis, and, um... Oh, yeah, Annabeth goes missing. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot that Annabeth goes missing for, like, Uh, most of... At the very end of, um... Or towards the end of Sea of Monsters, Annabeth fucking disappears. And for almost the majority of Titan's Curse, Percy is looking for Annabeth. Yeah. There's always someone they gotta look for in these stories. and, And Percy comes across Grover in the Huntresses of Artemis, and they recruit two new demigods, Nico and Bianca D'Angelo, mm-hmm. the the children of Hades from 1930. I know you mostly want to talk about Nico, so uh, let's what, talk about Nico. What's the uh, deal with Nico? So Nico and his sister get trapped. Back up some when I said that back in like the 30s and 40s, between that time frame, the big three decided that they weren't going to have any kids. Well, Hades had mm-hmm. two living children at the time. Hades is like, okay, the war is coming, uh, I should get you three, you, so Nico, Bianca, and their mom, Maria, out of Italy, mm-hmm. and he's like, okay, we're all gonna go, I'm gonna move you all to New York, but they end up in D.C., so they right. stay, they end up staying in D.C. for a few days, Zeus is like, yeah, we can't have any living children and tries to kill them. All three of them. Maria, Bianca, and Nico. That doesn't work. Maria's the only one who gets killed. Mm-hmm. And Hades, in his grief, is like, okay, I'm just going to wipe these kids' memories mm-hmm. and send them to a place called the Lotus Casino, where they basically consume these drugs. Yeah. And it's kind of like a casino at a time if you've ever seen the lightning thief movie it's kind of i didn't i forgot it existed and i thought it was just a movie thing but you guys told me not to watch it well yeah no it's not worth it it's not worth but it. it's sort of like the same depiction it's a casino good time area where these sirens give you yes. little like lotus, lotus cookie flowers. lotus flower cookie things, things. And you take the more, them, and then it basically you basically just want to stay, and kind of makes you lose track of time. Yeah, the more you consume, the less that you actually want to leave. Cool, it's an opium den. Yeah, pretty much. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sonika D'Angelo, he's just been in this casino with his sister for how long? He said nineteen thirties. Yeah, nineteen thirties. Nineteen forties. Um, I think the president was um. Of thirties. I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, and it's like you can fact check. It's fact either check Theodore Roosevelt or um, 
Was it Roosevelt or Hoover? I cannot give you an honest answer. Because it's just around the time of World War Two. Oh, World War Two. Would it like been Roosevelt the, then? Oh yeah, World Roosevelt. War Two is still Roosevelt, no idea. Probably <laughs> yeah, probably. We'll just say Roosevelt and call it a day. <laughs> um, we'll fact check it later. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, he's he's the president at the time, and they go into the casino. So they come out almost like eighty years later, mm-hmm. and they they just don't know anything about it. They don't have any other memories. They thought they were just staying in a hotel. Golly and Zooks, what is that? A cellular phone? They have no fucking clue. God damn. They they really don't. So it's like, well, that's just swell. They mm-hmm. Percy spends some time with Bianca because Nico just gets dropped off. Oh yeah, they crash. <laughs> they crash uh, Apollo's chariot. Nice. Because how they get back to camp was they just randomly come across Apollo, the Huntresses, Percy, Nico, Bianca. Just hanging around. Apollo's nice like, yeah, I'll, I'll give you guys a lift back to camp. And lets Percy drive, and literally drives the son right into the camp. <laughs> right into the smack dab in the middle of camp. And then walks out, it's like, what's up, mate? Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, how you doing? It's just another me? day. Just another day at camp. And so, um, he, he goes off. He does spend some time talking to Nico, and Nico is, like, super psyched to mm-hmm. be a demigod. And he's, like, all happy and shit, and then he learns that his sister is joining the Huntresses, so he's like, oh, cool, you're going on a quest with them. Can you keep my sister safe? Mm-hmm. And instead of being, like, the better person and saying, like, look, Nico... <laughs> oh, I don't know if anyone picked it up on camera, but Gertie just tried to, like, jump and bonk her head on the table. Oh, no! Aww. He says it's okay, it's a perfect circle. Oh, Gertie. <laughs> All right, let's continue. She's fine. So, she's and, Nico, yeah. and like talking to Nico and saying, hey, you know, I can't protect, I can't guarantee your sister's protection, things happen on quests, I can try, but honestly, I, I can't guarantee. No, he's like, yeah, sure, I'll make sure your sister comes back alive. Yeah, red flag number one. Mm-hmm. So, in the middle of quest. They're all camping out, and Percy's talking to Bianca, and Bianca's like, yeah, the president's like fucking Theodore Roosevelt, whatever. And Percy's like, uh, no, he he died. Mm -hmm. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, what year is it? And she goes, oh, it's blah, blah, blah year, right? No, Bianca, it's not. And she's like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. So she has like this basically mental breakdown of everything. Super relatable. She's like... I'm not in the time and the year that I thought I was. What the hell? And she basically So, was, Doctor Who. And she was really denying the whole existence of monsters and demigods. Because she kept telling Nico. Nico's, like, all for it. He's like, yes, let's be demigods, sis. And she's like, no. But this character just sort of, like, was skeptical of the whole thing. Yeah. And is now just like, oh, hey, you skipped 80 years because of all that shit you didn't believe in. Yeah. And she's, like, grappling with all this. And they have to go... Oh, it's another fetch quest. Not only do they have to save Annabeth, but they also have to go find Artemis. A lot of fetch quests. A lot of fetch quests. Mm-hmm. So the Huntresses are looking for Artemis. They find, they figure out how to um, get to Artemis, that damn snack bar. They, they do go... Okay, this is where my, my brain started fizzling out on the series. What, what the hell is a snack bar and why does it got to do with Artemis? Oh, I'm very familiar with snack bars if you guys want. Well, everyone knows snack bars. <laughs> um, no, I was just—I just randomly remembered the the snack bar. 
What's the snack bar? Please cut this out. I'm dead serious. Okay. At one point in one of the books, they go to the Hoover Dam, and Percy and Grover just go back and forth about making jokes about the dam snack. Like, the the Hoover Dam snack bar. Oh, cool. So it's just like Beavis and Butthead do America. Like, is this a goddamn? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like I'm going to cut this out. It's yeah, like why would you cut that out? It's hilarious. Because I don't remember which book. So? Oh. It's in the book where they go to the Hoover Dam, listeners. All right, moving on. <laughs> All right, yeah. So what's the big final battle? So it's gearing up to be the literally like the titans the showdown between the titans versus the gods mm-hmm. and now, um i know i already said like and i'm gonna probably say this again so it's yeah. it's definitely like the titans from hercules visually are they the same as well no okay that, that... they're much more human looking okay yeah so it's not just like a tornado with arms nope no Cool. No, they're, okay they're much more i <laughs> visually i need to know where i stand <laughs> just like what Brody was discussing earlier I need to know visually what I should be imagining here. So they're anthropomorphic. Yeah. But so, they still represent each disaster? Or was that just an interpretation Disney They all have Disney some took? sort of, it's, like, area of domain. So, Kronos being, the like, Titan that controls time. Titan. I'm sure either there's, some, like, an ice Titan there, too. The Titan who created humanity. Big big one. That's a big so, one. So the mud Titan? Mud Titan. Um, mud. So, like, each that sounds like a That sounds like a monster truck. Mud Titan. <laughs> it should so, be. It's Disney a good took idea. a very like simplistic approach to the Titans, except for when it comes to Kronos, because Kronos can control time. Um, was Kronos a Titan in Hercules? I don't know if he was in Hercules. It's I don't like, think he was in not Hercules. Specifically. But Kronos is Kronos generally is known generally... throughout the myth- mythology as like the, that guy when it comes to Titans. Yeah, but I would assume... I feel like what's also wonderful that we should just say real quick before we jump back into our main plot here is that um, how wonderful is Hercules as a movie? <laughs> oh. I mean, definitely top five. Of I, I hate to say it, but it's just like, it's wow, movie. what a great movie for children to kind of learn mythology like this. And yeah, but All I these mean, other concepts and a fun visual. Use their Roman names, my God. Get it right. But no, Hercules is a wonderful movie. Mm-hmm. So... It's big final showdown time. Big final showdown time. Who's on the sides? So it's Camp Half-Blood, majority of Camp Half-Blood. Yep. Um, so we've got almost all of the 12 Olympians. And then we've got some of the gods actually sided with Kronos. Really? Yeah. Do you remember which gods? Yeah, who sided with Kronos time, man? Oh my gosh. I don't actually remember, but many of the demigods... I, would, like, I can imagine more demigods. Majority of the demigods actually, from Camp Half-Blood specifically, sided with Kronos, sided mm-hmm. with Luke, and Percy... Well, I have a question for you, and I'm sorry to interrupt again, but the, you probably won't address. How well does a demigod fare against a god? Better than you would think. Yeah, in the case of Percy Jackson, useless. he goes hand-to-hand with Oh, yeah, he actually fights... He, like... Goes nose to nose with fucking Ares yeah. and wins. By the way, in the first book, which is, book. I'm gonna talk more about like all the things that were in the book that didn't make it to the movies that should have been in there, but him fucking fist fighting Ares should have been in the book. That should have been in there, or should have been in the movies. It was in the book. Mm-hmm. Okay, but, so that, that the idea. I just wanted to know where they stand because it's like, okay, cool, a bunch of demigods, but like you know when you're realistically. Thinking about a god's power, it's like, I'm a fucking god. Okay, so Percy, Jason, and Nico alone could literally uproot 
every working together just those three not to mention their siblings just the three of them alone this is before nico travels majority like halfway around the world with the athenian and parthenos which happens in lost heroes um between the three of them they could just uproot the entire 12 olympians just Mm -hmm. uproot olympus so why aren't these people killing more monsters uh, because they're trained and taught that the gods are good, and that you should be overly loyal to the gods. Yeah, that's that fine. Way, yeah, that's that fine. Way you don't... But if these kids are this powerful, why is like monsters hunting them that big of a deal if they can fight gods hand to hand? Well, the because whole point of Camp Half Blood is sort of like controlling the power. Yeah. So you don't end up blowing up the entire fucking city. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. And so that you know, so that like. The monsters don't know your power level. They just know, they don't smell which godly parent you have. They just smell like, oh, you're a demigod and go after you. Mm -hmm. They don't know until they actually start fighting you who your godly parent is just based on your powers. So if you predominantly use a bow and arrow, they're going to be like, oh, you must be either Hermes or Apollo. Hermes or Apollo, most specifically. Okay. And if they're fighting Percy and they find out that he can control water and he's using water as a weapon, they're like, oh, shit, we I fucked, fucked up. Because this is a kid of Poseidon. Fuck me. And actually, a few of them have tried to run away. Unsuccessfully. Percy did not like them. Percy did not like them. That's another thing I like. Like, we, we, don't, we haven't really is talked Percy, much. like, killing these guys? Cur- yes. Percy's murking fools, like, every other day. Yeah, yeah cool. Like, Percy okay, I'm into that. Percy, from everyone I didn't, I didn't like in Harry Potter how, like, Harry was hesitant. He only would use the stunning spell. Like, yeah, oh. right. no, Harry Potter, big pussy compared to Percy. He Jack. is a pussy, thank you. Between Harry Why didn't Potter... he go back to dating Cho Chang? She was after, right she's a bitch. After Cedric Diggory died. She's a bitch, that's like Generally, Percy considers himself to be funny goofball k- kids. Skater boy! Skater we boy, who said see you later boy. Skate. But everyone else's perspective is like, this guy is like a straight up fucking menace. They, they think that... Is he a Dennis the menace? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, Nico's more of a menace than anything. Mm-hmm. He's like this angsty ball of just power. And to, actually, speaking of, Percy threatens Nico. Like hold, like chokes yeah. him out and holds a sword to his throat, and says, "If I see you, next time I see you, I'm either going to kill you or let you live, and I'm letting you live now because I need you to convince your dad to go fight on the side of Olympus. So you either die by my hand or you die by your dad's hand. That's mm-hmm. your choice." After Nico basically helped Percy become, um. He, he gets the Curse of Achilles, which you basically become, um, impenetrable? Yeah. Or just, like, invincible, I guess. Invincible, yeah. Invincible would be better. He, he, he's, like, he helped Percy become invincible, and Percy turns around and uses it to almost kill Nico. And I feel like Nico doesn't deserve it. it he fucking so. He's just a sad yes boy. Yes and no. So yes. Everything Rose has told me has really just put Nico in the so, light of being a sad boy. Nico does accidentally trick Percy into a trap. Uh, of course. Only because he's being manipulated by Hades. Mm-hmm. And Hades is like, "Hey, I just want to talk to Percy. Bring him here, and I'll tell you about your past. I'll tell you about your family. I'll tell you about your mom." 
And Nico falls for it, brings Percy down to the underworld. Hades traps him. Yeah. And when Nico recognizes that he's been fooled by his own dad, Nico goes to save Percy. He, mm-hmm. he lets him out. Per- Percy goes batshit crazy and basically almost kills Nico. And all because Nico made one mistake. And Percy, instead of being like, hey, the gods will trick you, you know, be careful. No. He's like, you tricked me. You, like, imprisoned me. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. This is your fault. And Nico's like, look, I'm sorry. I just wanted to learn, learn about myself, learn about my family. And Percy's like, no. Your options are to die or wow, to Wow. That makes me not like Percy. <laughs> Good. You shouldn't. I don't right now. You really shouldn't. I always like the underdog, too. I just really want to know, like, what is the big wrap-up after the big battle? So, the big battle... Who wins? The Olympians, because guess who shows up? Uh, Um, Zeus. No. Fuck Zeus. Zeus is already there. Oh. (laughs) He's Zeusless. Yeah, he he really is. Shut the fuck up. They're actually... (laughs) They're all... Camp Half-Blood and Olympus are legit, like, full-on losing this battle. But at the very last second... Hades comes in with an army of the undead. All of the undead. All of the undead. Because Nico goes toe-to-toe with Hades and says, Look, Dad, you can either prove yourself to be better than the Olympians or you can kill me right now. Wait, can I just say something real quick? Mm -hmm. Why hasn't this been made into an anime? Ah! That, that's exactly what I've been thinking when, like... This would be... This, this, would, be, moment. this would be better as an animated show. This would be better, but not even speci- specifically as just an animated show. I want it to be an anime. Look, the movies were a mistake. <laughs> the movies really were. This needs to be an anime series ASAP. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, so they find, they win the battle. Yay. And it... <laughs> yeah. Yay, bows! I knew uh, they could do it. I, yeah. The conclusion, um... Is that the best conclusion? The, is that Nico got to get approval from his dad and they work together. He did. He does. He actually does. Hades Full character is like, arc. Hades is Nico like, a um, better protagonist than Percy? Yes. Wow. Yes, he is. Just a solid. Do you yes think? Do you think the books would have been better if they were written from Nico's no. point of view? No. I think he works better as like a side character because, because he goes is, to more tragedy Nico, than the actual protagonist. Yeah, because Nico ends up having a lot of Percy's adventures. a better vehicle for your own exactly. mind. He's the NP, like the not the NPC, but the R- blank Surrogate RPG character. character. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So Nico ends up spending more time outside of camp. Actually, ends up being a pivotal character and a really important, significant tie from the Greeks to the Romans. So when the shift happens from Percy Jackson the Lightning Thief series all the way up to Lost Heroes. You're doing the whiskey woman. I am, yeah. I'm swirling my whiskey and (laughs) staring at Rose right in the eyeballs. You're enthralled. Yeah, I'm doing my, um, oh, yes. So, Nico just, and Nico, it's, I speculate, and I love this theory, Nico has met the Egyptian god Anubis before. Oh, and mm-hmm. who is a, a personal fave of Anubis here? I do! Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of all the Pantheons and of all the um, series and everything, I love the first Jackson series, but my favorite Pantheon is the Egyptian, the great, the uh, Egyptian gods and goddesses. Mm-hmm. I fucking love Anubis. Anubis is kick-ass. He's great. And That's a dog-headed man, right? 
Jackal. Cool. Get it, buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah, my bad. No, Sorry. <laughs> if you know, you know that joke, but whatever. It's a joke. So, in the end, <laughs> it is, actually. So, in the very end, Percy comes up, and it's all the Olympians sitting on Mount Olympus, and the gods give Percy the opportunity to become a god, to become immortal, mm-hmm. and Percy turns him down, saying that, no, you should actually acknowledge your kids, spend time with them, you should free I would have been them. made into a god. Yeah. So not relatable <laughs> at all. And then he's like, you should also build... Um, a he, college for everyone to learn and get along and have lollipops. The Romans have a college. So essentially, it's just the moral of the story is don't be a shit parent and your kids <laughs> won't rebel against you. <laughs> yeah, pretty That's much. not true at all, though, because kids are going to rebel no matter oh, what. Kids are going to rebel no matter what. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Still don't be... Uh, like, don't my, my parents were wonderful don't and I was an having asshole. having multiple bastard children and neglecting them. That's yeah, the moral much. of the story. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But um, that's Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief series. That's yep. Percy Jackson and Olympians. And it goes on to do other ones like you talked so about. So the Pantheons. next book, so chronologically, it's Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief, Kane Chronicles, all three of them. Is books. it the same kids in each no. one? Okay, good. So the Kane Chronicles covers the Egyptian Pantheon where you meet Sadie and Carter Kane, their siblings, and that's when you meet all the magicians and all of the Egyptians. Yeah. Who live in Brooklyn, by the way. Yeah. We're talking about Manhattan. You were, you were breaking it down for me. Manhattan's all Greek. Brooklyn's all Egyptian. Boston is, for whatever reason, <laughs> Boston is um, Norris. Yeah. That's where we have... Norse? Norris. Like in Thor Boston? and Odin. Yeah, why yeah. did they make that Minnesota? I don't fuck uh, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> dude. My family, my family's hugely Norwegian, and guess where they're from? Minnesota. <laughs> like, literally, like, yeah. two generations. Yeah. So you've got, okay, yeah. so it's... Yeah, don't like you know. Kane Chronicles, then it's Lost Heroes, and then after Lost Heroes, it's Magnus Chase and the Gods of Asgard, and then to wrap up Percy Jackson, Lost uh, Lightning Thief, and Lost Heroes, we have... Trials of Apollo, mm-hmm. but to wrap up everything, we do have one more book that hasn't been released yet, and that is Ooh. the Nico D'Angelo and Will Solis. But like everything really kind of took off. Yeah, everything kind of takes off. Took off there. super well. They a whole lot of books, a couple of movies. Oh. Uh, I'm just gonna cut through the chase because we all know how bad this shit is. The movies don't exist. I don't, don't but you guys told out. me not to watch them. So shit. That's so pretty bad. The director was Chris Columbus, the same director that did the first two Harry Potter movies. And he didn't the know... The worst ones. He, mm-hmm. he didn't read the books. He didn't care. He didn't know anything about Bruce Jackson. He didn't know anything about Harry Potter either. They needed a guy who knew some stuff about, like... Magical world. And like they needed a guy that could work with that many fucking kids. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest well, that's here. The problem no, like really, that's what it is. But that's my thing. They in the books, it's all supposed to be like twelve year olds and like twelve to eighteen. Twelve to eighteen. Like, once you hit eighteen, you're aged out for camp. And yeah, you have to go somewhere else. Percy Jackson in this is like high school age and still acting very twelve. But the whole thing just barely kind of scraped the surface of the books. Kind of fast tracked a lot of major points. Didn't really get a lot of characters right. Didn't get a lot of depictions right. Missed out on a lot of things that would be great cinematic moments. And really, like you is, said, Percy fighting like, like Ares. Ares. How did they miss that? 
and really exactly. just, and really just ended up being worse than bad. It's boring. No, the, why haven't they made a video game yeah, that's just, just like, like Greek and Roman did. gods fighting each other? Yeah, no, God they, of War. They um, God of War, but they also did a Percy fighting Jackson. game. No, they did a Percy Jackson video game for the DS. Okay, I haven't played it. DS sounds right. I'm not talking. I'm, I'm not talking <laughs> about a DS game. I'm saying we like literally like made right in that time, so. a game that's like um. You know, like the oh, Marvel the vs. DC. No. Oh, like a, oh, like or like a Mortal Kombat kind of deal. No, straight up combat. Just Battle Royale. Not God, no, yeah. No, 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 no Battle Royale is different. Like a Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Is that not a Battle Royale? No, no. it's so different. Battle Royale. Battle Royale is like Fortnite. It's Fortnite. It's like a ton of people battling to the last person. How is that different from Mortal Kombat? Holy shit. Two no, one on no, one. No, Holy fuck. No. No, How can I'm you make this more clear? This no, 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 this is a shit hill. This isn't a hill. It's no. a hole. <laughs> it is. Yeah, Brody's right. I'm sorry, Rose. I'm so sorry. Two people no. up against yes. another versus a hundred people, and there's only one victor. That's a battle royale. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Because yes. have a tiered system. You tiered can make system. a battle royale out of a tiered system. We're not talking about the campaign. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It is a tournament. Thank you, Ruddy. Yeah. No, it's all 100 people going against each other at once. In Mortal Kombat, it is a tiered system. That's different. You're so not listening to me. I swear <laughs> to God. Dude, 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 have you never seen the Mortal Kombat movies except for the new. The, it, it's, no, a <laughs> it's a tournament. It's a tournament. It's one versus one in every fight. 1v1, and then the winner goes to the next fight. That's not how Battle Royale That's works. not how Fortnite works yes. at all. Have you played it? I have not played, but it's not it's there we different. Go. No. Yeah, it is different. Yeah, they're different. It's not the same thing. Fortnite is... A Battle Royale game, just Battle like Royale. like PUBG, right? I'm dying. Overwatch. Same fucking thing, except Overwatch one is a tiered... System in I never played Overwatch, but it's still one victor overall. I swear it to is God, still one I fucking am trying victor. to protect you here. People, <laughs> people in the comments come at me with this shit. I will fight you, man. This is just a quick dictionary lookup. I hate to say it, Rose. <laughs> Look, if okay. you're saying that Fortnite and yeah, I'm Mortal not talking Kombat about are the Fortnite, same stuff. I'm not talking about. You're Fortnite. talking about Battle Royale. It's the most popular Battle Royale that? game that exists. Battle Royale. Yes. Can I get back to the movies? Yes. yes. They suck. But if you really do want to see something better visually, uh, I think yesterday, as of recording this, uh, Rick Riordan himself he, officially greenlit uh, the Disney series for Plus Disney Plus. Finally greenlit the miniseries. Um, we're still hearing. We're still waiting to hear back from. Mm-hmm. Netflix about and this the is Cave like, Chronicles. Yeah, no, this is like way in pre-production too. So, so they finally got strap a in for like four years or something. Oh yeah, we got a new direct. We got a director for him. Um, what the director for Dora the Explorer? Yeah, Bobin. Uh, Bobin, yeah, Dora the Explorer. The, the Muppets. Muppets. Uh, was a writer for Flight of the Concords. Yep. Okay, I was just like really skeptical until you said that. But maybe <laughs> he should write kid, Dora the Ex- fucking Explorer. His kids are fans of the book series. Okay, that's so, important. That's yeah. very so, There we go. That's a really important Perspective changed uh, immediately. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a love series. project for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's exactly yeah. the problem with the movies. They weren't made with love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were made with, hey, All Harry my opinion Potter's kind of wrapping up and people are going to want another YA adventure series. Let's just rush this out. 
You yeah. can never have enough YA series in general. No, no, you there's, such there's a, a lot. Yeah, it, but it, oversaturated, whatever. Everybody finds something that's important but to them. We all have been talking about this a while. People can really piece together how long we've been talking about Percy Jackson oh gosh, on this series. I love, this Percy, I love Percy Jackson. And we're all very jazzed for the fact that they're getting a second shot with this miniseries. There is hope. There is a lot of hope for the future. And then we kind of like theorized if like money's no object, we just get, can greet anyone. Who would we cast for Percy Jackson? So, um... We've been teasing at it all episode, but here it is. Brody and I have been talking back and forth about it. Okay. Uh, does anyone want to start? Because I got a whole list that's just fighting no. to go. Okay. I have a... Oh, sorry. I Actually, don't know. Eh, okay, I was going to say, Brody should start first, but I do have a list. But I just want to preface by saying that I don't know anything about the series. And all my casting aesthetic. is based mm -hmm. off aesthetics. And, oh my god, she, she fucking almost nailed all of them. Yeah, well, I'm, I'll go last. <laughs> yeah. So, Hades. James Woods. James Woods, who played Hades in the Disney movie for Hercules. Hey, come back to the role. I understand that James Woods is a terrible person and incredibly problematic and probably not a good fit for being around other people. Well, fuck I, it. But probably but Hades I, I just, isn't either. <laughs> but I just did that because the guy loves being Hades. And he's oh, really on. good he's at really it. He's good at it, and I just thought that would be a fun tongue that in cheek. That would be so fun. And plus, it is Disney Plus, so a little extra joke there. But as a backup, I also put down Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage would make a good movie. <laughs> I love we, Nicolas Cage. We went Cage back and Cage. forth on this character. Mm -hmm. um, who would be. Is this y'all's mutual list, or do you have yeah, your own list? No, I have mutual. my list, okay. but it mostly shares a lot of yeah. stuff. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Okay, I, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. We went back and forth on Zeus, though. Zeus was hard. Zeus was really hard. He was hard. really hard to nail down. Zeus and Poseidon were, like, the worst. Well, Poseidon I can't wait was, like, for you the guys worst to one. see. Oh, I, I didn't still do don't Poseidon. have a solid choice for Poseidon, because I need someone yeah, who is going to be, like, a god and an authority Can we, we should read them off at the same but, time, actually. All right, ready. Just read your list. All right. Uh... Hermes, bring back Nathan Fillion, please. Yes, please. He and was if you wonderful. Can't, and if you can't do that, please do Ted Danson. Okay, wait. Can we really quickly? Okay, so I'm just going to read mine. I, I'm so, yeah. so who I wrote down for Hades was Will Forte. Really? Huh. I just think it would work. Brody's considering it. I play more of a comedy angle to it. I, that's how I imagine Hades. All right, all right. All right, and then who was the second one we said? Hermes? Hermes, Hermes. yeah. Yeah, John Mulaney. Ooh. Ooh. You know. Nathan Fillion, though. Nathan Fillion. John Mulaney. If it has to be Nathan Fillion or John Mulaney. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think John Mulaney would okay. be perfect. For a new guy, yeah. yeah John Mulaney. For, for a new one, yeah. John Mulaney. John Mulaney. I can see John Mulaney is more like not a god. Like, I don't I don't see John Mulaney. If he were a god, he'd god. be Hermes. Yeah. He would. All right. I'll accept it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, have, I have my choice for Ares, who we didn't see in the movie, so this would be great. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, the guy who plays Negan in The Walking Dead. Oh, I love that. Because I didn't... Because the depiction of, of Ares in the books is that he's a tough-as-nails biker dude. Oh, yeah. He's, really? He's, yes. Yeah. A tough-as-nails biker. Biker dude. Yeah. He wears All right. I'm going to say Danny Trejo. Ooh, that's Ooh. also that might be better. Oh yeah. my god, Danny Trejo's good. Yeah, there we go. Also, I had for Artemis uh, Stephanie Beatrice, yep. the woman who played uh, Rosa and was also in In the Heights. 
I just mostly that was influenced by her performance as Rosa as like that very tough police person. Yep. And Artemis being like this woman who's all about hunting. I just yeah, thinking like much. who is a woman that will hunt you down? And yeah, really. Stephanie Beatriz as Rosa. Let's continue. Okay, Apollo. Apollo. Uh, Apollo is a musician, egotistical guy who they first see in Los Angeles. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Apollo you, is the you, god of war, though, correct? No, no Apollo, Apollo is the god, the god of, of sunshine. And if I say god He's of sunshine, how do you not immediately oh, think Ryan Reynolds? Oh, okay, the god Ares, of sunshine. Ares is the god of war. Oh, and I got another one that's Okay. Fun. I thought, okay, so I'm going to do my slash for Ares, also uh, Dwayne Johnson. We were thinking about incorporating him just because he's a big muscle man. Okay, Apollo, God of Sunshine, Uh, Paul Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd Rudd also works. Yeah, Paul Rudd works. Uh, Dionysus, the God of Wine, Partying, and Insanity. Insanity. Jack Black. Uh, Russell Brand. I like Jack Black. Are we competing... Like, <laughs> I like Jack Black more. I prefer Jack Black. I'm just yeah. telling you what I'm like. It's like, nah, Russell, Russell Brands. Right, well, I'm just writing down the ones off the top of my head that I did not write down. All right. Uh, Hera, Queen of the Gods. I didn't do Hera. Beyonce. Oh. I disagree. She should be Persephone. Okay. Here, okay. She's I, the queen of the underworld. Yes. No. Oh, no. Beyonce but, is the queen. Yeah, but she's not an outright bitch like Hera is. She can be. She can play one. She could play one, but she's not. Also, if you give Beyonce the direction of, okay, you just caught Zeus cheating on a other woman. Oh, she knows how to... She knows that. Yeah. She, she'll, she'll lemonade. Oh, she will. Oh, my oh. God. I love that so much. Um, I don't have anybody. I'm just going to go with Lena Headey. Okay, between the two, she's I'm not the queen, Beyonce. though. Beyonce. 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 Beyonce is always the queen bee. <laughs> uh, Athena, goddess of battle strategy. This is heavily Knowledge. influenced, but Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot, yep. Just I most- have um, down Kate McKinnon because the way that Rose described Athena to me was a woman that gave you a headache and then popped out of <gasps> Zeus's head. So yes! I picked Kate. All right, for the comedic aspect of that. Yeah, yeah so I for picked... For the sake of Percy Jackson's and, bad. This and not that I think Kate McKinnon is annoying at all, oh but I feel like God. the clips you could have of her being born, if she talks about it at Just all. Just popped her head out. It's like, hey guys, what's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kate McKinnon, but Kate McKinnon doing? can play straight, too. And, oh she, and she's beautiful, so it works. Mm-hmm. Athena is not straight, by the way, but yeah. Uh, Chiron, not a god, but also... Um, oh, you said Athena's not straight? No. Oh, good, because Kate McKinnon's gay. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, for Chiron, I went with Kelsey Grammer. Okay. I like that a lot. Kel- Chiron being sort of like this wise old figure who sort of leads him. He's sort of like the Gandalf or the Obi-Wan in this situation. That's Kelsey wonderful. Grammer is just a... He's a classy fella. Yeah, it's funny you said Obi-Wan, because when I saw this picture, that's the first thing I thought of, so I put Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor also works. Ewan McGregor works. I, yeah. Again, I know no, we're not Ian competing, McGregor but... Ewan McGregor Kronos. Ewan, oh, yeah, he's so good at Kronos. being a villain. Yeah. He's such a good villain. Uh, I know we're not competing, but yeah, Kelsey Graham is better. I agree. And you can suck it. No, I, <laughs> I agree with you. Kelsey Graham okay, is cool. better. Uh... This one was suggested to me from a friend for Poseidon. I wanted to get someone who has a background as like a beach actor and close oh, to no. water. Uh, David Hasselhoff. Um, I picked Keanu Reeves. <laughs> That's funny, actually, because I pick Keanu Reeves as Hypno, the god of hypnos. sleep. He's he's Hypnos. Ah. He's not like 
He's now like in the Greek pantheon, so I don't know if how many people. He know has what's some cabinets, and he's so like good. We Hypno. see him. Yeah, we see him like once in a while, but also come on. The Matrix. Um, I think it would be funny if you picked, like, um, Gilbert Godfrey to be hip. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, who would He would also be a good um, uh, Hermes. Hermes? Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, he would just shout everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, what about, um... Did we have Danny DeVito on this? Oh, yeah, Hephaestus. Hephaestus. Danny Hephaestus DeVito. being like the, the punching bag of the gods, the little troll man. Mm-hmm. Danny DeVito. Um, you could also make it Kevin Hart, too. <gasps> okay. <laughs> Kevin Hart. No, wait. No. I, I'm on board that Kevin Hart needs to be in like, by one a... of these gods, but I don't know who. I don't know who. Uh, he Pan. Has... Mm, no. No. No, Pam should be like uh, Benedict Cumberbatch Ooh. or something. Loki. Loki, at, Loki in the the in the, Norse mythology. In the Norse mythology, but what Kevin Hart. Kevin as... Hart is Loki, and he's just fucking with people the whole time. That's what Loki does. He's a jackass. I could totally, I could totally see. I could definitely see like a comedian playing him well. Yes, Kevin Hart would be wonderful. Oh yeah. Wait, did we cast our Zeus yet? We. I'm just going to say Kurt Russell and call it a day. I, I put yeah. Anthony what Hopkins. About, what about Aphrodite? Aphrodite? Did we say Aphrodite? Uh, I did Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. All right. Just, yeah. You <laughs> no, I see it. No, she... Although was, maybe like better as an Athena, because like, I'm, again, heavily influenced by like Game of Thrones. Yeah. It, oh, I, I feel like we both are. Any characters you haven't listed? I have a lot that I haven't. We talked a little bit about um, the Who's possi- Percy? We talked a little bit about... Um, we didn't cast Percy. You didn't cast Percy? No. I did. We talked a little bit about uh, uh, Logan Lerman, the guy who played Percy Jackson in the movies coming back as Poseidon. I would love that, but he has gone on record. Him and the original actress for... Wait, Poseidon should be Matthew McConaughey. That works. Yeah. No. No. Works. Actually, no. I take that back. I, I can't, I see, can't see. I it. can't see Matthew McConaughey as like the protagonist dad. Really? I can see him as Osiris. Okay. The god of the dead. Okay. Yeah, I can see him. I can yeah. see him as Osiris. No. So, um, he has gone on record saying that he would not mind coming back, but he's more than willing to like move on and let someone else because he mm-hmm. he he enjoyed. He's a very good actor, and he enjoyed yeah. And a second chance, role. because he actually did love he loved, Percy Jackson. He loved Percy like, Jackson. Like, no one else really read the books, but, but he, he was did. like, I'm going to read the books, because actually, I need to actually understand what's happening here. He understood the assignment. The assignment didn't understand him. Yup. And while he loved playing Percy, he loved, like, being a part of the project, he's honestly okay with moving on, mm-hmm. which I'm like, I would love to see him come back as Poseidon. I think it, I think if he does, it's going to be like an Andrew Garfield Spider Man yeah, situation, it's just be a, where it's like, like we love fans. you all along. It would be for the fans, yeah. Yeah. So for Percy, I didn't even bother looking up the guy's name, but the protagonist from Thirteen Reasons Why, that kid, he that just kind of looks like he, he's like a plain looking guy that anyone could imprint themselves on. You see, like, he's serviceable. I would still like it to be a younger boy. I'm saying like and him I'm, younger because like, I like a younger like a middle school version. Realistically, yeah. if you're making this fucking show, I don't they would all have to be mostly actors. unknowns. Yeah, all mostly yeah. unknowns. They, they would have to be mostly unknowns. So mm-hmm. us you know, like Beyonce and Kevin children. Hart. Yeah, I mean they well they work because they're adult roles, but casting yeah. children, I mean. 
There's not like too many like super duper famous. So you guys ones. did not cast Nico D'Angelo, is what you're telling no, me. No, not. but who do you who do you, who have? Do you have? So I initially wrote down um, Finn Wolfhard, mm-hmm. a young Finn Wolfhard. Like but after Things season one, yeah. Wolfhard. But after learning more about him, I'm saying young Ezra Miller. It works really fucking good from the way you guys have described him to me. It works. You know, I'm still kind of hung up on him being Nico because Finn Wolfhard can play sad boy. Well, so I mean, can, he can play sad about, and conflicted. We're talking about a character who has literally every reason to become the villain but decides to defy all logic and still be the hero. Okay. So I can really see that working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Luke, oh, Cole Sprouse. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Not Zach and Cody Cole Sprouse, but, but like, like a little Riverdale Cole yeah. Sprouse. Riverdale Cole Sprouse. Um, so for Annabeth, I just picked Chloe Grace Moretz. Yes. Because she's a fantastic, uh, beautiful younger um, actress, and she, she's been acting since she was a child, so it's easy to imagine what she would yep. look like in mm-hmm. the role. Grover Underwood, I um, saw that he looked also like a sad boy, so I picked a young Robert <laughs> Sheehan. If anyone out there is familiar with Misfits, less of a comedic angle, more sad boy. Just amp it up. Robert Sheehan is perfect. Um, let's see. Clarissa De- LaRue, uh, young Mae Whitman. I don't know. Clarissa DeRue. She and Anne Veal from Arrested Development. Oh, right. You you told me about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clarissa is a daughter of... She's the head of the Aries cabin. So she's the daughter of Aries. Mm-hmm. So she, she's very violent. Interesting. Yeah, May Whitman can do anything. May Whitman could fucking do it. Um, Tyson, I just saw that he was ginger, so I just went with Rupert Grant. <laughs> <laughs> Rupert Grant could do it. He really fucking could. I love I, it. Yeah. Could you... Yes. He's the guy I'm thinking of, right? He's wrong. So there's like or, young yeah. Robert Sheehan right there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Selena. I thought she looked exactly like a young Lily Sabowski. Beauregard. She's a daughter. She's a head cabin leader of Aphrodite. Daughter of Aphrodite. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah, I thought like the character. Yeah, the character drawings I saw of her looked exactly like Lily Sabowski, and I was like, "Oh my god!" That 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 like if I'm like casting my dream movie for these people, Lily Sabowski, Um, Sally. So I initially put Emma Kinney because the drawings of her look young, and for those who don't know, that's Deb from Shameless. But I recasted it while we were talking to Rachel Weiss. Oh, I I still like Deb. I, I like Deb. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm glad that works for the character. I was like, oh man, she's a lot older. I got to pick a more matriarchal feeling woman. I, I'm glad I found a really cool website that had great pictures of all these characters so I could hypothetically cast them. It's so much fun. Nice. I think uh, Brody and I were talking Eric Audrey. Oh, you were talking about who is the who is the god of chaos? You were talking. Set. He's the Set. god of chaos. Everybody the Egyptian hates him. god of chaos. Uh, I just figured, like, you gotta, who who is the god of chaos if not Eric Andre? And then yeah. Will Smith for um for <laughs> if, if if Set was real, he would just be doing the same shit that Eric Andre is doing, but not with a TV studio. So who's Hannibal Burris though? Because we got to put him in the equation too. Uh, Raw. Really? 
the old man? Yeah, that works. <laughs> I'm mostly just going at it like an ironic thing. It's like, hey, sup? I yeah. control the sun. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. hot sometimes, but it's all right. Yeah, yeah, that works for Hannibal. Yeah, Will Smith as Amos Kane. So Amos is Sadie's uncle, and he's the host for Set, the god of chaos. So in the Egyptian series, things work a little bit differently. The Egyptian gods can't really why manifest. Did, why is it the first thing that pops in my mind, Martin Short? Because we can also throw Martin Short in this movie, too, somewhere. Martin oh Short God. Martin Short is Hermes, maybe. Yeah, Martin Short is Hermes. Am I just actually a Odin. To that? Odin. Martin Short is Odin? Odin! No. Yes! Yes! He's too No, wait, John too Lithgow. Silly. John Lithgow is Odin. Oh my God, yes. John, yeah, Martin Short is Odin. way too silly to be Odin. Yeah, he can't. We're ta- okay, so Odin in the book series is a man who waits until the very end of the book to come up on stage, literally, in Valhalla, okay. come up on stage with a fucking PowerPoint to explain to the rest of Valhalla... You know who this what? sounds like? What? Bill Murray. <gasps> yes! You, yes. you just said wait to the time. very end, and I'm like, who's worth it if you wait to the very it's end? Always yes. it's, always it's, always it's always Bill Murray. It's always Bill Murray. It in Space Jam, it'll work in whatever this shit is. Oh, they oh had Bill God. Murray at the end of Space Jam. I love that so much. Bless yeah. you, Bill Murray. We're talking about a guy who waits until the very end of the of the book to come up with a fucking PowerPoint to explain the whole prophecy, mm-hmm. to explain everything, and to lecture everyone about how he's disappointed in all of them. Bill Murray. Bill, Bill fucking Bill Murray. Murray. You, you nailed it with the disappointment angle. <laughs> yep. All right, I feel really confident about our I feel casting. like, yeah, I feel like we learned a lot today. I <laughs> learned a lot. We learned a lot about myth- Greek mythology. Not really. And Did we get it all out of our system, or are we going to keep talking about Percy Jackson? We're going to keep talking about Percy Jackson. We're going to keep talking about Percy Jackson. Of course I am. We've I done it before, so much, we're going to do it again. Of course. Especially since I have, like, so much just, like, built in. I, yeah. I, I, I did very well, Brody. Mm-hmm. I just want to stop with one more thing. Okay. Uh, who would your godparent be? My, I think I... Not your godparent, it, but your godparent. My godly parent. So I've said it before, it would either be Dionysus or Apollo. Who would so, I be? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Dionysus. He's just like the casual fun guy. No, I don't Jess would be. Di- I think Jess is more of a jack of all trades, so maybe Hermes. Okay. Or no, Athena, because she's really fucking smart too. Oh no, maybe Aphrodite, because you really like like, um, you're really into doing hair and such, like hairstyles. Well, Cosmetology. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Cosmetology. And, and I'm, I've gone on record. I have said that Jess would totally be the uh, host of Isis, goddess of order. Because she, she kind of just keeps me in order half the time we're together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just does pantomime to whip, guys. I'll put in the sound effect. Thank you. Brody, <laughs> of all the Egyptian gods, who do you think you're host, you would host? I don't know the Egyptian gods. I don't bad. know them that well, yeah. I just know that like they're kind of dope and spooky. Like, uh, I don't know. I can see you as Horus. I would, I would like, I would think I'm not Egyptian. I think I'd be Norse. Norse? I think it'd be Norse. I'd be like Freya's so who would, old. Freya's. Who would your uh, godly parent be if you were Norse? Then? Freya. Freya. Yeah, just brought up to be kind, of, like kind of artsy guy. Okay. Artsy guy, free spirited. Yeah, I agree with that. Hmm. 
And also just going off of, like, how she's portrayed in God of War. She's just, like, a hippie who ran away from the pantheon (laughs) and lives in a giant turtle. Percy Jackson, big reinvention of, like, all these great mythologies told in a very good tongue-in-cheek way. Agreed. Uh, Get the audiobooks if you don't have the time to actually sit down and read. Also, they're not, like, the heaviest read ever. They're made for kids. You can pick that shit up and put it down the same weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And anything, anything else we want to add today? I don't think so, but if you have any better book recommendations, who your godfather might be. Godly parent might be. Godly parents. Who do you think is a better uh, representation of our godly parents? Mm-hmm. Uh, generally, how your day was today. Uh, who, six where, uses for Astroglide. Oh, what oh, you think yeah, happened Astroglide. to the Lindbergh baby. And if you have anything else to add, uh, you can email us at oneframeoff at gmail.com. That's oneframeoff at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram and Twitter. And Ooh, Brody posted some pictures. I did. Of the snow. Yes. We're posting snow. sometimes. We post We're trying shit. to get better. Uh, thank you for all the people who did follow us and started listening to us, especially the ones who aren't immediate friends or family. I don't know how you found us, but I'm glad you did. Oh, yeah, we're so grateful. Out in uh, Germany. Uh, our 1% German audience and our 5% Canadian audience. Oh, yeah. uh, to that I say, <laughs> I don't know who the fuck you are, but that's dope. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's it. Thanks for listening. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye, you guys.